You're listening to the Oz TV Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello everybody and welcome to this very, very special episode of the Oz Network as we, for the very first time, bring you the best of the Oz Network, the best of 2017. You are about to be witness to a collection of highlights from our first full year as a expanded show from the Survivor Oz days. Obviously, we rebranded ourselves, became the Oz Network, took a look at other things that weren't just Survivor-related, and this essentially is the best bits we feel from a very big, long, and fun, entertaining year that was 2017. You're going to hear a lot of clips here from a lot of episodes, some which you actually have never heard, because as I have mentioned plenty of times throughout some of our episodes, particularly when it comes to our Lost, Nip, Tuck, and Third Watch coverage, we bank the episodes. We record them in big slots and essentially some of these you will not hear until later this year in 2018 but given we recorded them in 2017 we're putting them on our best of 2017 so you're kind of going to hear some exclusive little preview and snippet clips from episodes again that have never actually aired but there's plenty here to keep you entertained there's fun stuff there's silly stuff there's bits from interviews and everything else in between and i know that you're going to enjoy what you're about to hear on the Oz Network. So basically, sit back, relax, put your feet up, get ready to laugh, get ready to cry, get ready to be entertained as you listen to the best of 2017 from the Oz Network. <laughs> Monica Culpepper also kissed me on the cheek, all right? One world, people you love You have me. bragging rights right now. Troy Zan didn't kiss me on the cheek, but, um, you know, next time. I just had a vision of you grabbing somebody by the shoulder, shaking them and said, tell me where Kim is, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> where is she? Where is Kim's Redland? Oh my Could you imagine God. if somebody had said to me Brian Hardick was there? I would have just punched oh. him in the face, like, shut up and take my money. Uh- <laughs> You're waiting for your kiss on the cheek from him, too. <laughs> oh, I would have wanted to kiss more than just on the cheek. Come on, arm um, right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I need to calm down. I am sitting with the only survivor right now that I've actually kissed properly. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just bragging even more. Uh, Photographic evidence of that, going people. Going through hard times. Yeah, such a hard life being a survivor <laughs> podcaster, isn't it? Now she's like, it was pity. It was pity. Don't judge yeah. me. <laughs> well, it was. I'm not, I'm, not deni- I'm not denying it wasn't anything more than pity. I mean, it literally, legitimately was a let's we make your ex jealous kiss, <laughs> to which I played up to the fact that she took a photo on her phone. I'm like, it didn't count because I didn't get a photo on my phone, to which it happened again. I'm taking it still. I'm not in any way saying it was anything more than a pity kiss because seriously, look at me and look at her but (laughs) back to survivor well and like the thing is is i i just really want to see more of um saru and uh that doctor character what's so fascinating about the doctor i don't know here's my problem okay i i'm i'm drawn to him he seems like such a nice human being who cares about people and i like and i'm not i think he's he's like the most caring Sweet, the most caring, sweet human being on that ship. Were you watching the same show as I was watching? Yeah, he said that he and I had to look it up. You guys, I know what it means now. <laughs> but he said the creature he believed was sentient, and I know, <laughs> that's what he said. Se- or sentient? Yes. I just love the look on your face. Was like I'm about to use a big word now, and all the listeners are going to be impressed. The word he used was sentiment. <laughs> well, what does sentiment even mean? It doesn't mean anything. You just made it up. Uh, does it? Yeah. Um, okay. Hold this on. is my complaint. Hold, sentiment hold, is not a word. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what What does sentiment mean? Of you or of 
or attitude towards... That's a sentiment. (laughs) (laughs) You're breathing into the microphone. (laughs) What? (laughs) Breathing into the microphone. (laughs) Good, breathing breathing into the microphone. I'm trying to Google search. You gotta shut up. (laughs) What does sentiment mean? Oh, see, it keeps saying sentiment. Yeah, because sentiment is not a word. But anyways, let's talk about the sentient thing. Thank you. Okay, I got... I <laughs> Best got, of moment. I, I got to actually, like... You Excuse me. Yeah, no definitions found. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no word that's sentient. Sent... Yeah, anyways. Sentient. Who put the baby... Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> my baby, my baby, it's in the corner. <laughs> I've got like Crash's Dummies. You know the the song uh, "Keep a Lid on Things" by Crash's Dummies, the weirdest song they ever made. Uh, no, the only song by Crash's Dummies I know is. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They had this weird song which just starts with the singer "Who put the dog in the doghouse." <laughs> uh, I was probably thinking that "Who put the baby in the corner." <laughs> you did, my baby, my baby. <laughs> I want to do a, a, a parody of that. Who put the baby in the corner? <laughs> you did, baby. You did. <laughs> Jamie's gonna love that right now. She thinks that song's amazing. <laughs> I just want Colin to sing for the rest of this episode. <laughs> you did, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on for the crashes. That means weirdest song ever. I also discovered here that they don't keep the polls up the entire time. And I don't know if they intentionally end it where they want it to be the most dramatic because these polls are changing every second. Like I'm clicking on it 40, 50, 60, I mean, probably, you know, 150 to 200 times if I start the poll right for the whole 60 seconds. And they're displaying it a little bit after the poll has closed. So the poll final one that comes up says, who will win the amazing race? And it's happening at the moment in this episode where uh, Sam and Paul are ahead of Corey Nirvana. Team Giver have just started assembling it on the table. And then the poll comes up. And at this point, this is where it is clear who is winning. I mean, you would think Team Giver is winning at this point. You would think Sam and Paul could be the other ones. And you know Corey and Nirvana are out of it. So I picked Corey Nirvana, who had nobody voting for them, and I clicked on them as many times as I could. Uh, I probably almost, you know, uh, had my heart stopped just because I was going so intense for 60 seconds straight. And I brought them up to 47%, with Kenneth and Ryan in second at 45, and Sam and Paul last with 8%. And I got it to the point where Corey Nirvana were number one. The poll closes, and I took a picture. Uh, I, I... didn't want to scramble with a screenshot i actually had jamie take a picture of my phone before they changed polls because <laughs> i'm like i gotta prove that i did this here very very retro yeah <laughs> i looked after the episode ended and they have rankings based on your points. most of the points you get is by how many times you vote now there were a couple thousand people ranked after this episode just for this episode ranked for what their points were i was fifth place for the entire episode in the entire country that's how many votes I got through just in this one time. So that means I know I manipulated one person was able to manipulate the polls on this final episode to make Canadians look really dumb, and I'm claiming credit for it. Thank you. Good night. Wow, Colin, you just hate your own group of people. <laughs> if this comes back next year, CTV... I, if it comes back, I will be live voting as well. Oh, yeah, you have to. Um uh, because it's so easy to manipulate the CTV, if you know it's good for you, take away unlimited voting because 
there are a few people in this country who are evil. Yeah, me. <laughs> who all they want to do is Jamie. ruin this and see how pathetic I can make Canada look on the air. Uh, you can make the West Coast look cowardly. Yeah, exactly. I make the West Coast look like cowards. I make Corey and Ivana look like the greatest team on earth. Uh, and I make your polls look as pathetic as they were. Man. Uh, manslaughter. That, that's, like, pretty mm-hmm. gruesome. Manslaughter. That's a funny word. Manslaughter. Like, Sexist. what about accidental killing? <laughs> <laughs> no, manslaughter. Like, that's, um, why hasn't that been PC change? Like, women can die too. This should be person slaughter. Human slaughter. <laughs> um, apparently, Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped and murdered. That's very sad. What? <laughs> I like... Don't laugh. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> I'm not laughing at this horrible. I like Kelsey Grammer too, but that's just like we're talking like, about. Ah! <laughs> but you're just talking about manslaughter. You're like, like you la. oh, apparently it's Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped. And like, okay. <laughs> well, that's the second news story that shows up on Google for when you type in murder. Um, oh, this is only recent. Yeah, one day ago. Oh, holy shit. I thought this was like old news. Ah, <laughs> poor Fraser. Hi, Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah, and Valentine's Day murder, Wade Martinez, Jake Tortle, jailed for murder of George Garmo. Not George Garmo. <laughs> uh, Underrated. Underrated murder victim. Here's a question. Garmo. Here's a philosopher philosophical question for you. Um, oh, like. No. In the future, just calm down, wait. When wait. we can clo- when we can clone each other, if you kill oh. your clone, is that murder or suicide? Well it's not suicide. Well you're killing yourself. Well no, you're not killing yourself, you're killing a clone of yourself. But it's still yourself, so you're killing yourself. No, no it's not yourself. It's it's a whole other entity. It's but you're whole, still killing can, yourself. Yeah, but can you control that other clone? No, it's got its own brain, it's doing its own thing. It it you're fat and ugly, and it's. Skin- I don't mean you. I mean this. Wow! Wow! You're throwing that into a conversation. <laughs> so uh, Jack Sawyer and Locker here. You're fat and ugly. Uh, ben comes up to the wharf. <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean hypothetical you listening to this. Show. Who's also fat and ugly, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you're fat and ugly, and your clone is thin and works oh. out. Like it can, it can. <laughs> That's why you killed it. <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> you're fat and ugly. Your clone's thin and attractive. <laughs> I don't mean you. I mean everybody. Dig yourself deeper. Do a bend. Uh, so yeah, it's murder. No, um, I, I think there's more to it. Than that. that suicide there's more to it than that yeah there might be but it's definitely not suicide again you're technically killing yourself so you're not you're killing a clone of yourself it's a whole other entity but what if the clone like kills the clone this is like two clones (laughs) well how many clones are there now this is just complicating the matter i don't know they might want to make like an army or something like that for general grievous Five clones? Because I feel like... Well, I feel like in the future, when cloning is a thing, we need a cloning law. I feel like <laughs> five is, is a kind of a neutral number. Would you like to clone yourself? I think it'd be fun. No. Like, why not? 
Because I don't want me going out there and being better than me, me but, being fat and ugly, and but, my clone not better than going you. out. Why? You make them not as good as you. Yeah, but then they have their... I feel like you don't <laughs> really know what a clone is. I'm not... This isn't freaking historical figures. I know what a clone <laughs> is. Like, it's not Alexander the Great or something like that. You can't control the clone. Once it's been cloned, it's I its own you thing. you can't, but, like, I could right now be watching The Force Awakens while my clone does this episode. <laughs> so... Yeah, and it, it... But it's not you after that. It can be different to but you. It's it can go off and to be me, because it's a clone. You program it, it to start be you. you. But then it will go separate ways. And no! It might be skinny and get lots of chicks and yeah, it be, be better than... So it would be me. It wouldn't be you. It would oh, be wow, so Ben I'm not too. Get lots of chicks out. That hurts my feelings, Noah. Hypothetical. I've got a fat ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so back in high school, I did. I was auditioning for musical theater, so I needed a monologue. And for some reason, like the the drama teacher has like a book of monologues that you can go through. But those are all the boring ones. You don't want to go through those. It's like you took my pencil, and I don't have any gum for this class or whatever. And it's like the stupidest monologues. So I wanted to think of something that would be like iconic, kind of funny, witty. And then like in searching for monologues, this one came up and I was like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I did the whole Sally monologue um, for my audition and it was, people loved it. A lot of people laughed. Um, it was fun to do. I mean, I think it was my last year, so I might as well go out on a pie note. Do you remember any of the lines from it or can you quote it after watching this? I pulled it up. Go for it. You have to deliver a performance. Like, oh, this God. is what the episode's all about. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> read it, but read it with some passion. I read it like wrong. a seven-year-old girl would. Okay. Okay. Let's not go there. <laughs> um, I was robbed. I spent the whole night waiting for the great pumpkin when I could have been out for tricks or treats. <laughs> Halloween is over, and I missed it. You blockhead. You kept me up all night waiting for the great pumpkin, and all that came was a beagle. I didn't get a chance to go out for tricks or treats. And it was all your fault. I'll sue. What a fool I was. I could have had candy apples and gum. And cookies and money and all sorts of things. But no, I had to listen to you. You blockhead. What a fool I was. Tricks or treats come only once a year. And I miss it by sitting in the pumpkin patch with a blockhead. You owe me restitution. (laughs) Did you get a good grade on that? Was it something that was graded? No, it was just um, extracurricular after school mm-hmm. theater performance that I auditioned for. So, no grade. Still awesome. We got a monologue on this. We're going to do that. I don't care what we're covering. We're going to each have to alternate and pick yes. a monologue in whatever we cover. I'll take next week. I'll find something. Oh, for it. yes. This is monologue month here on the Oz Network. You listen to everything Tarzan says, you will learn how to speak Australian <laughs> in about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been told a lot of these. One woman said to me she'd rather hear me say the F word than some of these ducks nuts and bloody, you know, give my left nut and all this sort of thing. Well, And then I was pleased one of the fans stuck up for me and said, oh, look, he's just talking old Australian yeah. English. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, it was a blast. It was, wasn't it? Yes. I mean... It-
It is, and it is fun. It is fun. And if you don't have fun, well, you're a dickhead. Yes. Right? <laughs> that, that's a T-shirt right there. You could put that on a T-shirt and sell it. We need to get just like a, a cartoon of your face with just the beard, like sort of a silhouette. And underneath it just says, if you aren't having fun, you're a dickhead. Tarzan, Australian Yeah, survival. go on. You should print it. I'll <laughs> sign it for you. <laughs> we'll share the profits. There you go. Uh, we'll try and make more than $500,000, and then that way it kind yeah, of it's win-win, we isn't it? <laughs> We could always donate the money. Well, of course, exactly, absolutely. That mm. is that is a very good idea. This, okay, if anybody out there is groaning, they're like, "Well, she just said the mummy sucked, and yet she would pay twelve seventy five for it." We got to bring up her Netflix queue here. Should we go to movies you've been watching or movies on your list? Let's go to what you've been watching. You, Happy hey. Tree Friends. It's a cartoon, <laughs> and that's not for our son. He has his own Netflix account. Silver Linings Playbook. That's okay. World of Compulsive Horrors. Okay, but you know what? To defend myself, I like actually watching horror shows because it actually makes me feel like I want to clean my house, get up and clean, because I feel dirty after watching it. And that's also why I like to watch my 600-pound life because it makes Ugh. me want to diet and not <laughs> and lose weight and not be a fatty. Yeah, I'm stopping here because this is embarrassing and I want a divorce. I'm going to leave you for Sophia Batella now. <laughs> I've literally typed in greatest romantic movies of all time and come up with pictures. We've got When Harry Met Sally, I've never seen it, I don't, whatever, Pretty Woman, Slippers in Seattle, Titanic, number four. Fuck you and your stupid Santa Claus shit. That doesn't mean it's not a terrible movie, Ben. Why would okay, Colin. I was five and a half hours of my life for that movie and you won't stop talking about it. <laughs> Just, let's move back. We're going to be... Or not Titanic, we're going to be... Was. I guess Titanic on the brain is too late at night to be doing this, okay? Jesus, I've never heard Colin go off like this before. Elizabeth Mitchell, Elizabeth Mitchell. Back, back. Wow. Down. I'm scared all of a sudden. <laughs> it's like the Canadian Hulk. Um, what are I'm- you doing, eh? Yeah, um, and, and uh, Keanu Reeves or um, uh, uh, Tom Cruise, if uh, you are listening to this and Colin ever dies, I am available. Okay. It's always good to know that you have replacements lined up in the event of my untimely death. Let's move on from here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it is. Hugh Jackman like gets an incredible glowing review for me for this movie. Maybe you're going to laugh at me for this, but I was a little bit disappointed with the fact that they kind of... have a shirt off? Well, no, he did have a shirt off sometimes, but... <laughs> but... That he was they, gray under that shirt? No, they, when he did take his shirt off, it wasn't like one of those hot shirtless scenes. It was just like, <laughs> oh, this guy just took his shirt off, whatever. You know, when when you're spoiled and you're used to certain things, like seeing a hot shirtless scene, <laughs> I was disappointed. All right, so there's our female perspective on the disappointment of Hugh Jackman's performance, is that he didn't <laughs> look as good with his shirt off. But uh, it's not all about that, because even with uh, Captain America, you know, uh, that should be just my type, you know, uh, dark hair uh, or blonde, whatever. I'd like dark blonde. <laughs> hair? <laughs> You're like exactly my type, dark hair or blonde or just, red. Just not balding. Well, except for Patrick Stewart, apparently. Uh, we pretty much covered all the characters. Let's talk about Thor himself one more time, just because... It's pretty hot, especially with his hair and all. I just want to mention, this is the guy that every single time Chris Hemsworth would pop up in any movie, all Jamie would do is complain, I can't stand the look of this guy's face. He's so ugly. He's got such beady eyes. I don't like him. And all of a sudden, Thor takes his shirt off and her opinions change. <laughs> what made the difference for me was because 
not only was he like shirtless in that vacation movie, but I got to see everything because for me, like everything, like like the the legs and the butt, that's like my favorite part. Most people, okay, okay. most women like like the muscles right. and like the arms, the biceps and like the abs. Mm. I like like the glutes and the, the legs. Like, okay. and let's just say the waist out is very nice. Okay. <laughs> That it doesn't matter how old they are, how wrinkly any part of their body is. That how have you gone? We are five minutes into this episode and we're already on man wrinkles. Okay, but like, okay, uh, Patrick Swayze was one. I know he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but I. Backed by popular demand. I had such a big crush. Okay, and uh, Patrick Stewart, and then also. Um, uh, the best James Bond, Sean Connery. Okay. Okay, anyways, this is a woman rabbit trail, but now I'm going to get back to what I was saying. And in this movie, it has someone that is definitely up there, too, for me, uh, on the cuteness scale, uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, I think he's hilarious. Uh, I first watched him in uh, Parks and Recreation, and he definitely was not in shape then, and I thought <laughs> I thought he was cute, but as soon as I saw him take his shirt off in the, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I was like, whoa, yeah. I really like this guy. Yeah. We just got home probably minutes ago from the uh, uh, screening of Justice League, so I don't know what time this episode's going out, but we're about 24 hours away from the movie's release. Does it give you a feeling of satisfaction to know that you watched this hugely anticipated movie before everybody else and you can tell everybody how much you loved it or hated it? Yeah, I had a huge feeling of satisfaction when I saw Henry Cavill's <laughs> Oh, that wasn't my question, but somehow I knew you would answer that. Is when I saw Batman vs. Superman. Never been a fan of Ben Affleck. Ugh. I saw him when he had his training montage and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm totally into this okay, now. Steve Trevor is more than just the man candy of this movie. His character is one of the most important characters in all of DC Comics. But I'm talking about the character and how good Chris Pine is in the movie. Uh, so fans of DC Comics were going to want this character to be a, a big presence. Because unfortunately, the way that this... Stop making that face oh, when I said big presence. I, I just remember that there was that scene in the movie and it was great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, it took 35 minutes for Jamie to remember there's a scene where he comes out of a tub. Pretty much, you don't see him full frontal, but he comes out okay. in the nude. Okay, but you know it's what? A fun, it is a funny scene. This is, we won't give away the whole punchline, but it is a very funny scene because this is what I was talking about. about um, okay, okay, but focus back on where he was covering his privates with his hand and yeah, he was naked. I know. I don't want to focus on um, that. No, but... It, it was a great scene. Okay. <laughs> I think that he deserves an Oscar just for that. Little girls can look up to this, uh, you know, this hero. Uh, women my age, women any age. Heck, even guys want to probably be her. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind fighting like Wonder Woman. I wouldn't mind knowing Wonder Woman, fighting alongside Wonder Woman. I don't know. Um, hey, you're married. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. We've gone through so far Hugh Jackman and his hairy chest, Patrick Stewart and his hairy chest, Chris Pratt and his muscular chest, uh, Michael Fassbender and his, you know what? <laughs> one mention of Wonder Woman is calling you married. Shut up. Can't forget the one other line in the movie where they're saying what the audience should be saying is like, Will someone please tell me what planet I'm on? <laughs> and say, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Face. Off. <laughs> Off. <laughs> Planet. Um, 
you're on. <laughs> the bees! The bees! <laughs> not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> There's another part of the Wicker Man. It's like an underrated moment, but Nicholas Cage is, I don't know if his, his face is stung or something. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to see that when his face was actually off when you just had like the the <laughs> under part of his face. Oh my god! Oh my god! What they do to my face? <laughs> we just we need to like restart this episode and just do it all in cageisms. <laughs> my face! Hey, my face! Is- my face. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, of course. You can't forget it's the wrong movie, but uh, put the bunny back in the box. I told you to put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> My stomach hurts. Oh my god, oh my god, put the bunny back in the box. A, B, C, D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm Castor Troy. I'm Castor Troy. Woo! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, just because we've had so much fun, let's stop before we get the boat in the, the fight here. So, have at it. <laughs> the boat! Not the boat! The boat! Oh. Oh, where do we even start? Uh, you know. uh, the, the funeral. Why wouldn't we be laughing at the funeral? We get some of the fun lines. We're like, I totally possess my dad. And when they do the air guitar, and Bill's is a regular air guitar, and then the dad's is like some folksy, uh, what are you doing, Jim? I'm not even going to tell people what you're doing right now. Can you just focus? I'm sorry, I don't have ADHD. <laughs> Rossi, I wonder if you often do things like in the middle of episodes and just completely tune out. Uh, <laughs> if we had a camera, would we be seeing anything odd that shouldn't be mentioned on the air? Um, just uh, disinterested look. Okay, <laughs> which I assume is probably your regular look most of the time. Am I right on that? It's accentuated because of the movie. I'm not on video, right? No, you're not on video. Oh, <laughs> she, she had this really worried look on her face there for a second. Um, but anyways, so they, they possess no, the dad. Like, you're not on video. Just let me finish the episode. Now you embarrassed me. <laughs> I, I was it's just, not like she was picking her nose, people. I wasn't picking up my nose. I was looking at my... <laughs> I was looking at my boobs. Don't you don't have to mention it on air. Do you want me to edit that part out, or you want me to keep this in the episode? I'm totally. I, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just distracted. As long as there's no video. <laughs> Anyways, go oh, on with the episode. With these four options, you can either kiss, slap, hug, or run away. And can I just warn you, remember, if you say you will slap a woman, Rob has a podcast, we'll do an emergency would, episode. So just be careful. I was just going to say, I'm not going to say that now. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, there's going to be an emergency podcast of women talking about the misogynistic questions on the Australian network. I mean, the, uh, the Oz network. I'm like, oh, 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Jesus. So just, just pointing that out uh, for you, Sasha, listening. Dan will not be slapping any women because Robbie's a busy man. Uh, he so, doesn't need to do another emergency so, episode. <laughs> I would probably kiss her because I think she'll slap me. Yeah, I, I'd go that road. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll do the opposite. We'll hold an emergency podcast for the slapping of the men just to balance it out. 2017. No, so. no one cares about that. It's all right. No one They're cares about us either. That's, so that's, that's, that, that's the, yeah, that's that's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely spank. <laughs> Does that count? Can I say that? Yeah. Is that- well, look, the slap can be moved downwards onto a, a, a rear end, which allows for appropriate slapping of a female. Does that, that That's not a sentence I shouldn't say. No, you know what I mean. That. I said I that, would... not Dan. I said that. Don't blame Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still going to be my fault. Put down the podcast uh, no. plan, Rob. No emergency podcast needed. It's all good. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Step away from the emergency podcast button, Rob. All right. Relax, okay? Calm down. Oh, well, that doesn't get talked about, does it? Only Ben failing the, the dangly challenge. Let's forget about uh, uh, our teammate who fucked not, up the fire challenge. <laughs> listen, she's a woman. You're not allowed to say true, that now, true. okay? Sorry, That's Rob. The put the button down, emergency, emergency podcast. No. We're going to have it. an emergency podcast. Stop oh, it, Rob. No. no. Here it comes. <laughs> Stop it, Rob. Put down the emergency button. It's fine. It's all good. Put down the bat phone, okay? Do not call the women's brigade. Dear Lord. Uh, When you put forth impossible decisions, I'm going to go with spanking. So that's... uh, that's it. Let's I'm be honest. That's that's reason. the answer she was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> she, she was like, come on, spanking, 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 spanking. I, ap- I apologize, Lisa. Rob, don't have an emergency podcast. Put it down, Rob. Sorry. Put it down. Put the button down, Put Rob. The button down, Rob. Um, one thing I'll say is that... Uh, the, the, <laughs> Uh, we, Rob doesn't know we exist anymore. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> now on to Granny Survivor, otherwise known as Grant to me. Questions for this week, which she wrote down for me to send. Oh, at least she's not that sick. Uh, hello, dears. I've fallen ill and unable to send in my weekly questions myself. I hope my dear granddaughter sent this in. Otherwise, I'm going to choke her. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Emergency podcast. Right, protesting no. grannies everywhere. Dear Rob Sestanino, <laughs> you need to have an emergency oh. podcast. Granny is choking <laughs> the granddaughters. Against violence against granddaughters. Oh, the horror of it all. Whoever this person is sending you this, you are the greatest. Um. N- <laughs> n- <laughs> Oh my lord! Um, now- <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Oh god! It's the only time that sentence has ever been uttered on a podcast of ours, and it's not even due to anything to do with you or the me or the guests, oh, the, the listeners. That's a good quote. <laughs> that is females a good quote. only. Females only. If it's a male, you will create an emergency podcast. Not allowed to. Not allowed to. <laughs> Just right. There'll be emergency podcasts everywhere. Yes, we'll do one for the sake of it. Um, 
Richard, thank Fuck you. Fucking emergency podcast. <laughs> Can we do just you Richard, and I do an emergency was- podcast? <laughs> we are we are at the the end here, Dan. But thank you so much. Always a pleasure, mate. And uh, best of luck with uh, everything moving forward. And you know we're going to get you back on again, whether it's for the Ferris Bueller one or an emergency episode or just whatever we feel like. Oh no, not an emergency podcast. Oh, put down the buttons. And what did you think about uh, the? The bad guys, like, uh, what, what what was that, like, a uh, Hamburglar or... <laughs> Hamburglar? <laughs> L- Ludenburglar, Ludenburg, well, he- Heinenberg, something like that? Uh, okay, so, as we said, th- this movie is... It's more centered on the humans and, and the Nazis, and you, you basically have two villains, henchmen, you have... Ludendorff, Hamburglar Ludendorff is what his name was. Danny Houston, who I'd plays like, him. I'd like cheese with that, please. Uh. He's not Hamburglar, he's Ludendorff. Oh, do you remember the Hamburglar, though? The, yes, I remember the Hamburglar. Oh, was... my goodness, come on, that guy was so cool. He looked like he was a robber. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> he, the st- most... he stole stuff. <laughs> the most obviously, unintentionally hilarious statement ever. You remember the Hamburglar? He looked like a robber. <laughs> And he looked like he stole stuff. I bet if that guy was really, 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 like, dashing and hot. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me a, bring me a soda and a large fry, Hamburglar. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, This is, this is even more confusing than doing an episode with Ben. (laughs) Again, there are a lot of things that, you know, aren't said in this movie, but you can theorize. (laughs) Hang on. Wait, Dean Kane's on the phone. Dean, can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm recording a podcast right now. Hello. You're wasting all the recording. Hi, this is Brad, and I'm calling you from the IT service center of Windows. <laughs> check up call for your computer, all, all right? Oh, okay. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you for asking. Ask him what was the last thing he saw Dean Kane in. receiving some error and warning reports from your computer license ID number. And after analyzing this all report, we came to know that your computer is automatically download a huge number of infection files from the internet. Holy shit. Damaging your software of your computer. Wow. That's why I'm calling you up. Did Dean Kane set you up for this? <laughs> oh, he did. He hung up on me. Fucking Dean Kane. <laughs> well. He just won't leave you alone. <laughs> I mean, I'm just recording a podcast and I asked him a simple question about Dean Kane and he hangs up on me. <laughs> I mean. Oh, that's making the best of it the end of the year. <laughs> Any professional podcast would have edited that out, but <laughs> but it's topical. <laughs> I'm worried now. Windows are calling me, telling me I've got all malicious files. <laughs> Dean Kane sent me. He hangs up on me. What? What the hell? Windows sounded like a legitimate call. Uh... <laughs> anyway. <All> uh... right. <laughs> we talking about here? Uh, Man of Steel. All right. (laughs) Um, You know what? I have to say the one where we slid down the slide. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
um, it was just so much fun. I remember when we saw the slide, we were like, oh, my God, we were actually so excited. It didn't really feel, even though it was pretty full-on challenge, um, just by looking at it, we are like, oh, my God, we get to go down a big slide. Um, <laughs> and then we got to um, throw, like, rings at the end, which was really fun. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And also Sam did, like, a shit in the water, which was, like, pretty <laughs> long. So that was pretty funny, too. <laughs> And we were all trying to swim away from it. We were all trapped in the water and trying to swim away from his poo. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting yeah. that as an answer. Ah. That, that did happen. <laughs> There's a deleted scene we need to see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, thanks, Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> wow, Sam. Um, that's incredible. Um <laughs> Uh, they often say that our uh, episodes turn to shit, Flick, and I think it yeah, just kind of did just then. Um, <laughs> she's gorgeous. She looks the part. I mean, you know, I, I'm not old enough to know, you know, uh, what's her name? Diane. Uh, no. What's her? Linda Spencer. Diane. Um, I, you know, wasn't old enough to kind of see that, but um, Lynn was Linda Spencer. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who did you Who did you say? <laughs> what was it? Uh, fuck, I've got a name. Carter? Um, Carter. Linda, Carter? Who's Linda Spencer. Yeah. Uh, Survivor Africa? Yeah. <laughs> She's a Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> you know, when, when this episode goes out, we, have to, we totally have to tweet how much we love Linda Spencer as the original. <laughs> I just want to be part of Wonder Woman. Uh... <laughs> The resemblance is striking. Kenny. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Who is it that says, "Oh, you're off playing Daniel Boone"? Who says is that? That's Sora. Like we get a couple of Boone references. Like this isn't the Boone. That's not his first Daniel Boone. No, I feel like Sora's getting a bit stale now. Who is Daniel Boone? Like, am I dumb not to know that? Like an explorer type dude with that big, like the Jebediah Springfield hat. Oh, so like Napoleon or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my explorers. I thought Daniel Boone was like a British soap opera. Is Napoleon an explorer? I thought he was like a general. Well, I don't fucking know. He's French. He probably ran away and <laughs> surrendered. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I love. Oh, so he's an explorer. I like Napoleon. <laughs> Daniel Boone. I mean, he might be. I don't really know my history with Napoleon. Daniel Boone was an American pioneer explorer, woodsman, and frontiersman. Uh, okay. All right. Um, and who's Napoleon? Napoleon uh, was a French statesman and military leader who rose to prominence during the French Revolution. <laughs> All right. If someone's listening, I want that. Someone get that sound. Oh, he's an explorer. Oh, sorry. It's like Napoleon. Can, can I just can I just like say this sentence? Because there's something wrong about this sentence led the French Revolution to successful campaigns during the French Revolution. Was that because you were fighting your own French people? Like, France doesn't conquer anyone. You do the opposite. And he was only, like, 20 when he died. Oh, no. Hang on. What? Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> ben does history. <laughs> He's an explorer and he was 20 when he was died. Oh, wait. Oh, hang on. No, it doesn't make sense. Because in one thing here, it says he was born in 1808 and died in 1821, which makes him 13. But then, like another thing here, it says he was born in 1769 and died in ben, 1821. Ben, you, you're missing an obvious point here. One of them is Earth years, <laughs> and one of these is the scholars on Pluto. Obviously, French years. Um, who's another explorer? Who's that guy that um, Colin Farrell played? Alexander the Great. That guy. 
<laughs> bit of a difference. That's the one I'm thinking of, not Napoleon. I went to his home. You don't think he's home? <laughs> <laughs> what? He's dead. <laughs> <isn't> he? <laughs> oh, God, I wish I did say that. That's my go-to when someone mentions someone's name. I'm just going to confuse everyone now. Whenever someone brings up, oh, that's like that actor, uh, Samuel Jackson. Don't think he's home. People are just like, what? <laughs> No, but like, like... I said I went to his home. Oh, you went to the, uh, Alexander's home. Was he home? <laughs> no, I don't think he's home. <laughs> That's just going to be my catchphrase. Like, we're just sitting around, we're getting beers and like, oh, do you remember uh, Jim? <laughs> oh, I don't think he's home. Everyone just looks at you like, what? <laughs> that's that's going to be my new thing. But like, okay, so he's like Alexander the Great... Like, I mean, I want a nickname after that. Like, you know, what was that? Um, uh, you have one. It's just we don't tell you what it is. Conan the Barbarian and, like, you know, Noah the Snug. Uh, the difference is, Ben, Alexander the Great was real. Uh, Conan the... <laughs> oh, yeah, the history books. I've been reading my history. Uh, Napoleon, Alexander the Great, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> I've really been reading up on my history. He's a fictional character played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> I didn't do... Ben does history. I did geography, not history. I don't know shit about stuff that happened. You do have uh, Ben, the... We just uh, don't tell you what yours is. <laughs> ben the knob. <laughs> but, like, you know... <laughs> where do we... The ask? But Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great. Like, they're kind of the same person. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know! <laughs> Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great? I don't know who these people are! Or- you could, you could like, right now say to me, oh, when I went to Bulgaria, I learned this story about Jenny the Pioneer. She was amazing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Jenny the Pioneer. Yep, I know about her. <laughs> oh, God, I want to do history classes. Daniel, oh, yeah, Daniel Boone is Alexander the Great, and Conan the Barbarian explored all of Eastern Europe. <laughs> Uh, and I also just love random Bosco moments. Like, we had it in uh, Journey to the Himalayas, didn't we? Where he's, like, talking about... Um... Darbell? Hello? Oh, shoot. You there? Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I am. Ben? I am. Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. You good? <sighs> Yeah, I just lo- I just lost I just lost focus for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's fine. Do you want me to continue? Yeah, yeah. yeah I drank I, dr- I drank a lot I drank a lot of coffee this morning, my time, <laughs> and that had that had me kind of that had me kind of cranked up for, that had me kind of cranked up for a while. Right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. it's fine. We can uh, we can continue if you want. So Kenny Vadis and his crew of North Pole hipsters have to try to. Abbreviate the North Pole to NOPO. <laughs> Seriously, Kenny Baddest? Like, let's just blame him for everything wrong oh. with this movie and the next two. Let's blame him for everything wrong in the world. Just like... In the world, yeah. <laughs> you, know what? you know who we have to thank for Hitler? It's Kenny Baddest, okay? You, so I now says you know who to blame. Kenny Baddest. Like, just he Kenny started Vattis. it. Yeah. Yep. You know, Donald dirty, Trump, Kenny Vattis. Dirty Dancing, Kenny Baddest. Yeah. <laughs> with all him. <laughs> 
Star Wars The Last Jedi, Timmy Vadis is fault, okay? I was about to say that. Leia floating in space, Kenny Vadis, dumb. Like, can we just say little kids using the force to grab their broom and sweep the floor is the final shot? Kenny Vadis' fault, okay? Stupid horse Harry Potter looking things, Kenny Vadis! We hope everybody's seen the movie at this point. Yeah, did, did we not say at the beginning of this episode that we hadn't seen Star Wars yet? Um, it's been a long episode, people. <laughs> <laughs> we took a break, went and saw it, and came back and recorded the rest. So that's how it goes. As we end this episode, and we've gone from Ben at the beginning saying, I've never seen the sequels, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know, when we get to part three, I got some real complaints. <laughs> so, um, and the food, yeah, I mean... The lack of food. And the lack of food, yeah, yeah. No poo. Oh, poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the poo count. The poo count. The poo oh, right. Yeah. How many days it took somebody to pass a poo? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. I don't know. Among other things. Uh, what was the record then? Who I'm who took trying, the longest? I'm, be, I'm, I'm being all articulate here, Sylvan, and you're you're just bringing it down, aren't you? It's got to shit already. I mean, I've got to bring it down. Big, big well, actually, like you, you were the longest, it, weren't yeah. you, Deb? Weren't you like seven days or something? <laughs> Without a poo. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember. I mean, I remember that they were sm- they were quite small in stature. I remember that much when they did come out. <laughs> not much going on with the plumbing, you know. Like. <laughs> Sounds like repressed memory to me, i got to hmm. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> people people often refer to Kadena as shit, but not quite in that context. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves out of candy, right? <laughs> but I, I um, have a yeah, <laughs> candy, candy, the name candy. All right, clarify that. This is that. where Ben objectifies women, and it is not Gal Gadot. It's not Robin Wright. It's Anna Candy. <laughs> oh, I'd objectify all of the above, but like Anna Candy. <laughs> Hang on, and to be fair, I would objectify Chris Pine as well, all right? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yeah, ben objectifies anybody with a pulse. Um, I'm not joking. Over the age of 18. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that much, yeah. True. I mean, come on. Like, I've listened to like a few of the ones with you. Like, I think I'm bad. Every single time you do a recap, it's like, oh, Patrick Stewart's hot. I'd love to run my hand through his chest hair. Like, like you are not you having know, sex with your wife enough if she's that horny. Like, come on. <laughs> Stop recording podcasts and have sex with you, your wife, Colin. <laughs> you just don't know Jamie. <laughs> she can be like that 24-7. But, uh, okay, that right. makes sense. Hang on a minute. This is where Colin's scheduling. I've got to work. No, you don't. Jamie's got the day off. <laughs> Come on, honey. I bought a box of condoms. Let's put on some Barry White and some candles. Let's do this. I popped on a Keanu Reeves movie. You want to go? <laughs> I'm already naked. What are you Which, talking about? <laughs> uh, if, if I, I can't even count how many times we've recorded an episode, and I'm like, all right, Ben, this is the timestamp. We're going to put together a montage at the end of the year of every time Jamie mentions somebody shirtless. Do it. Do it. That is that If we do a best of, we haven't even worked out if we're doing one or not yet. But if we do, I want the, the segment, the section there of just Jamie. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, <laughs> and then randomly in the background of episodes, we're like, and Chris Pine when he's in the bath, and she's like, Woo! all muffled. <laughs> Random sneeze. That's not really her sneezing. That's her something else. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> if, 
has Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, or another digestive disorder. This would explain why he would have spent the entire flight in the bathroom and why his bathroom trips in the jungle were so lengthy, yet he did not want to discuss it. Um, then we have Nathan was simply a jerk with an antisocial personality who had trouble with authority <laughs> figures and thus resented Anna Lucia. Um, I like this one here. A theory? Yeah. A theory? I, I like this. Oh, hang on. Nathan had a criminal past and was doing something illicit in Australia, <laughs> such as smuggling <laughs> drugs or weapons. He was the firecracker smuggler. Not a rocket. People with criminal records and criminal associations are not allowed to enter Australia, a major plot hole in Sawyer's story. Thus, he would have not tra- been travelling under falsified documents. Well, it's not really a plot hole in Sawyer's story. I mean, he's a con man. I mean, he made up the documents. You just retconned yourself there, theory person. Um, I mean... Yeah. I love this Is one. that true? Uh, it's, we are strict on criminal records. I don't think it's a, a flat out, you can't come in if you've got a criminal record. I think if you've got some explanation... Um, but I'm not with a face like Nathan. Yeah, well, exactly. It is well known that every other reference to Canada or being Canadian in Lost is indicative of deception. It stands to reason that Nathan may not actually be Canadian at all. <laughs> of the years, he would be the only true Canadian in the series. <laughs> and then even down the bottom oh, here. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I, I don't know what other reference I guess there are. aren't really many Canadians. I like this one here. He does not sound too Canadian. When first... <laughs> when first People were really getting hung up on the Canadian. When first put in the hole by Anna Lucia, he yells, let me out, several times. There's absolutely no evidence of accent at all! Exclamation mark. Canadians have a very distinctive way of pronouncing the word out. So they should be saying, let me oot, let me oot. <laughs> and then- I feel like you're missing the ma- main Nathan one, the clairvoyant Nathan. Oh, I, I'm, I was about to read the watch carefully as he looks at Goodwin and Nathan, the looks Goodwin and Nathan give each other throughout the episode. Some of the looks could be interpreted as some sort of familiarity with each other, which over time turns into frustration. Uh, no. <laughs> so is this some like sexual thing? Oh, I haven't seen the clairvoyant one. What am I doing here? Yeah, like, this is, I mean, all the other ones, he's a jerk, he's Canadian, yeah, makes sense. Nathan, during his trips, he was following a vision of some kind. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can see that one. Nathan was a drug addict who had his stash on him during the crash. (laughs) Poor Nathan. (laughs) Leave Nathan alone. Nathan was not a follower of Jacob, but perhaps a follower of the man in black. (laughs) He was on a company retreat. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. He was doing something inappropriate in the jungle, not suitable for network television. Nathan was up the way. He hasn't gotten any, and Adelus is not putting hours. Well. Oh, God. Nathan was pleasuring himself. This is what happens when when Boone dies. We have to make up our own characters with random Pakistani dude, and now we've got Nathan. I wish Nathan lived longer. Um, I like uh, the unanswered questions about Nathan. Why didn't he defend himself? Uh, Why was Nathan not a good person, according to Goodwin? Apart from going to the bathroom, why else was Nathan out in the jungle? Having a wank. Oh, that's unanswered. <laughs> Last words. Which way's the beach? I need to have another <laughs> wank. <laughs> Which way's the beach? I've been in this prison cell for too long. I'm about to bust here. Um, 
Nathan is only met Anna Lucia, Eki, Echo, Eki, Echo, Libby, and Bernard. But he was on the same plane as Jack Hates But he did not speak to any of them. Well, we don't know that. He may have had a little conversation with Paolo on the plane or something. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but we were robbed of not having the Nathan flashback. That's disappointing. Uh, can I just point out that uh, we've eulogised Nathan more than we've eulogised Shannon? How are we here? And <laughs> why do I just feel the overwhelming need to just repeatedly apologise to both of these girls? You know, like, this is just so weird. Uh, um, yeah, anyway. I, just, um, I have to ask, though. She she didn't, like, in real life ask you to, like, have a circumcision, right? I mean, like, I don't want to get too personal with you, John. But, like, I mean, you didn't go home and, like, Google how to give a set and have that creepy guy giving you I instructions. Didn't. No, no, I, I didn't. And she didn't. Okay, which good. Was, which was awfully, awfully nice of her. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. That's why he did it, of course, because the uh, the cheerleading girlfriend. Uh, sorry, like I said, it's been so long, man. Like, like things are a little cloudy. So, like, uh, yeah, that's right. She wanted it. She didn't like. She didn't like him uncircumcised. So he, he. You know. By the way, that when I did that, that was like, yeah, that was like in the second episode, I think, right, where he mm-hmm. circumcises himself. It was, yeah, and um, yeah, and. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was so, that was so bizarre. It was so bizarre too because a little behind the scenes on that, the day that we shot that, it was the director of photography Christopher Baffa's birthday, and so Ryan had this idea of, hey, one, while you're doing one take of circumcising yourself <laughs> beneath the camera, we're gonna put a a lit birthday cake in your hands so <laughs> so right as you're about to pass out i want you to raise the cake with the candles into camera and um and and i remember <laughs> it was funny because i this footage must exist somewhere because it's literally the thing like I, you hear you know i go to cut and then i'm like passing out and right as i'm about to fall out of frame I raised this candle full of, or, or sorry, this cake full of candles, and um, and I remember internally being kind of pissed because I knew I knew that was the best take. I was like, <laughs> I fucking nailed it! I was like, I fucking nailed it! I was like, they could never use it because I got a goddamn cake in my hands. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's a true story. I'm gonna yeah, watch man. that differently now. My name is Ben. And I hope by the end of this podcast, I can clone myself so I can go fuck myself. I am Colin, and Ben, you're a good woman. I'm a good man. And my name is Noran. What? No! 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 I'm Nick, and I'm about to teabag my testicles on a hot tub. My name is Ben, and I put semen on my face every night before I go to bed. I'm SimPal Colin. Would you like to play with me? And I'm Noah, and I've been a functioning bulimic since junior high. My name's Nick, and I think I captured your cum face pretty well. And my name is Ben, and I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here, everything is soft and smooth. And my name is Colin, and my heart was pounding the whole time. It was the most erotic moment of my life. My name's Noah, and you might say to me that this podcast could be worse. And I'd say, how? And I'm Nick, and you lubricate acid. If I stuck my dick in you, it would sizzle off. My name is Ben, and yeah, I urinated in the soap dispenser. Do you want to spank me? My name is Colin, and I brought you that cookie. That was a real cookie. Name, Noah. Age, 22. Location, 
Crapole Island. I'm Nick, and I need an anal retread. And my name is Ben, and I may not be much with a mentoplasty, but I can assure you I'm a goddamn expert when it comes to putting a rubber on my dick. My name is Colin, and I also go for size 5 tampons. My name is Noah, and my baby has a fever! And I'm Nick, and are you staring at my dick? My name is Ben, and I'm way overdue in the sex department. And my name is Colin, otherwise known as Punky Muffin. My name is Noah, and did that bird just say my name? My name's Nick, and I forgive you for not loving me. It's okay, I don't love you either. My name is Ben, and holy shit, is that my ass? And I'm Colin, and oh, my lucky stars, an Australian! My name is Noah, and I'm the only Australian who loves peanut butter. And I'm Nick, and uh, I got my DNA results last week. HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, I'm clean. My name is Ben, and my music, crazy, crazy, crazy. My name is Colin, and I am... I am, uh... I am a spy! My name is Noah, and oh look, there's my favourite leaf. How could I forget? My name's Nick, and you've done playing with my 10-inch stick. And my name is Ben, and... Oh, that's incredible. Oh, deeper. My name is Colin, and I'm a man of many sides. I'm a puzzle. I'm a Rubik's Cube with pants. My name's Noren. I've done everything you've wanted me to do, so why don't I get to host an episode for one? And I'm Nick, and uh, I can hear you crying through the walls at night, so don't you dare scream at me. My name is Ben, and that must make me God. My name is Colin, and I put those sexy pictures of myself in your locker. My name is Noah, and I'm a bloody rock god. My name's Nick, and I've never had a buddy of mine stick his pinky up my ass for shits and giggles. My name is Ben, and Noah, am I so different from the little girl in the schoolyard who used to push you in the mud? My name is Colin, and my star keeps me company and leads me through the night. My name is Noah, and I was pregnant. My name's Nick, and uh, 14 hours in this place without a cup of coffee, even Gandhi would become a narcoleptic. My name is Ben, and I pay you to keep it simple. More ass and less mouth unless it's sucking on me hard. My name is Colin, and I'm afraid of insects, tall people, and Tasmanians. And my name is Noah, and I liked you better when you weren't talking. And I'm Nick, and uh, there's no pro bono for boning a pro. My name is Ben, and you taste so much better than pepperoni. My name is Colin, uh, you can call me Webman, call me Amazing, just don't call me late for dinner, get it? My name is Noah, and I know what a Charlie Horse is. And I'm Nick, and so if I told you I was born without a penis, that would have made everything okay, right? And my name is Ben, and this is my laundry, my machine. Back off and eat your sandwich. My name is Colin. Colin! Why did you say that name? My name is Norman. Ben, I was gonna leave you. I was gonna get away. And I'm Nick, and uh, you need to make love to me. My name is Ben, and why did you say that name? My name is Ben. Why did you say that? It's my fucking... Why did you... For fuck's sake, I'm not a lady, I'm a journalist. There, I'll go with that one. Uh, we had a lot of questions about whether you're a lady or a journalist, so let's get that out of the way. When we had the True Tribe Challenge, which was the sandbag challenge, the endurance run around the ring mm-hmm. um, that they've done in Fans vs. Favorites 2, they started in Palau, that one, yep. the run around the ring in the water carrying the shit, pass it off if you're going to lose. Yeah, New Zealand one actually too recently as well. Oh, they did, uh, of course. And then, so when Sanapu brought the chickens and said, oh, can we have some food for these chickens? And we went ballistic. Not ballistic verbally at the challenge, but I went off <laughs> my goddamn head when we get got back. I went off. 
they were saying, if you want us to use any of this, you need to stop. And I was like, I can't stop swearing. I just need to goddamn go to town. That was fu- How fucking dare they? They think they are. They can't come back and expect me to take their fucking chickens. They're killing them. They're fucking idiots. I went to town for like half an hour until I stopped and breathed. And they went, are you all good? And I went, I think so. <laughs> oh, God, I I wish I had done it once I only the other thing the other thing the other thing I'll say is that which which Phoebes has mentioned a few times as well is there was a lot not a lot but just sort of camp life as me as well like my relationship with the Vavau chicken um, apricot was because she was obsessed with me and I was annoyed with her and got pissed off so I'd take my frustrations out on her not like physically but just like swe- like instead of swearing at the people around me that were annoying me or just saying you're an idiot piss off i would say it to the chicken so there was a lot of stuff that was not included of my relationship with the chicken which everyone else found completely and utterly amusing and loved it because i would swear at her and abuse her and she'd come and hop on my lap or come and try to cuddle up to me and i'd go what are you doing just get away from me and Phoebe's like there was only one I think one snippet maybe a few that you actually saw that and Phoebe's was like oh my god that's ridiculous there was even in the time that she was with us there was so much of it that she said I wish that you guys got to see more are you just not a fan of chickens chicken. or is it <laughs> no not a, no I love chickens they're great I mean I don't like birds necessarily personally but some birds especially magpies they're evil they're the devil's children <laughs> oh and emus but um that, no, the chicken was fine but yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no it was just because we were never going to kill her and she was just a mole and i just she was she was a vent for me or an outlet and it was like the more i abused her the more she loved me like she used to try to jump up on the bed next to me and i'd go what are you doing just go can everyone get her away from there like oh she loves you craig she loves you she wants a cuddle and i'd be like bullshit she's probably shitting in my shoes you know that sort of shit so but you never saw it because wow. it was just me being me and they were like, crap, we just can't edit that. We, <laughs> so, note, to, note to channel yeah. 10, uh, please release yeah. all the extra scenes of yeah. Craig and the That's all yeah, we want. Much. That's all we want. It's, and just make sure it's rated yeah. so that they can put that on there. And it's at your discretion if you want to. I think you're going to look at that screenshot I just sent you and crack up laughing here. So I'm just going to wait for you to re- see the edit I put on Wikipedia just to that bit right now. Killer on season three of Prison Break, playing the role Panamanian drug kingpin, recurring roles, series regular. Um, that's all I see. Where am I missing this year? They're right at the top. Robert Wisdom. You've got to look underneath where it's got. Robert Ray Wisdom was born. 1953 is an American actor best known for his roles as Howard Bunny Colvin on The Wire, Norman Lachero, St. John on Prison Break, and his exceptionally large tongue. <laughs> I did went to put Peters, but it said, we've noted that an edit you have made is inappropriate. Uh, and I've just refreshed the page, and it's still live on Wikipedia as of right now. I'm just going to send you the link so you can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put a screenshot up on our on our website. <laughs> oh, we we will never be trusted again. But this is making for such a great episode. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is his favorite uh, actor is Brad Pitt all over again from the Survivor Oz days. <laughs> the difference is Survivor Wiki leaves that on there, whereas oh. Wikipedia that's going to get removed any time now, and uh, my random edits will be banned. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Robert Wisdom's thanking oh. me for making his day too. He's like, damn straight. Now the truth's oh. been out there. <laughs> I'm sending this to my wife right now. She's got to see this. <laughs> Can I also just point out the fact that his character name is Tito? It just reminds me of Rush Hour. You mean Tito? Tell us what we had last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I kind of like this little cutting around here where, you know, you get just this shot of, co- uh, I was about to say, Cock and Dalos. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, and that escalated was, quickly. And here I was thinking, and here I was thinking <laughs> Yasko and Bocas were funny, but now you say Cock and Darlos. Cock and Dalos. <laughs> Everybody's favorite pair at Third Watch, ladies and gentlemen. Cock and Dalos. Uh, <laughs> oh man Jesus Christ I'm never gonna let you forget that one Please don't uh, <laughs> Cock and Dallas Cock and Dallas Cock and Dallas Everybody's favourite pair um, So Cock and Dallas Cock and Dallas in- <laughs> The Cock and Dallas musical He is a doctor He's been around He's not really a doctor They just call him Well they can't even call him Doc Because he's cock uh, and Dallas is a guy who had a daughter, and she is now with the Kennys, yeah. Uh. Cock and Dallas, everyone's favorite pair, Cock and Dallas. <laughs> he was a douche nozzle, cause he got rid of Morales and couldn't drive two hours down the road to Philadelphia, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, that's Cock and Dalos, uh musical coming soon to Broadway. The musical, com- yeah, composed by Ben Waterworth and Darvell Stewart. Starring Eva LaRue as both people, because she's awesome. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, where are, co- where are Cock and Darlos? Uh, all I was going to say is they're chilling in an ambulance watching the riding. That's basically all they're doing here, so... <laughs> Cock and Dollar sitting in an ambulance. <laughs> but we're going to get to this scene because you want to get to this scene. We all want to get to this scene. Yeah. Um, I, look, I don't, I cannot remember for the life of me why we did this. Uh, <laughs> I know why. The next, <laughs> because the next scene is a sense. It's a Ben Water with Vanity Project. It's more a Bridget Jones ripoff, all right? <laughs> <laughs> So the next scene is simply me in my office drinking what looks like a bottle of water again. It's vodka. Um, lip syncing to All By Myself. Uh, <laughs> all five minutes of the song. <laughs> and it basically, if you didn't get what is meant to happen at the end, I get so distraught that I inject myself with heroin. <laughs> is that what we had, like, a fake doctor's kit, which we you barely see, like, the stethoscope at any point. And there was, like, a fake needle in it, and I really wanted to use it. So, yeah, there's meant to basically be uh, overzealous drug use in this movie, <laughs> where I get so depressed, I have to inject myself with heroin. Um, now, we actually also were planning, because we did film Josh also lip-syncing to All By Myself. Uh, there's a slight bit in one of the blooper reels that you'll see of him in it, but I never... I just didn't use it because it didn't have any purpose in the movie. Neither did this scene. But um, so yeah, and now it's funny that you say like all five minutes of it. Uh, pretty much, uh, my video production teacher said that this film was so bad and decided to use this scene as the exception as to why did you even have that? Why did you have to have yourself in this lip syncing all by yourself? It made no sense to the movie. The movie was doing okay up to that point, and it completely took away from the entire Wait, film. It was doing okay. Up until now, <laughs> this is okay. 
apparently. Uh, <laughs> this is why people can't graduate in Hobart. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> call it the Ben Water Vanity Project if you like. <laughs> I at least had fun acting that scene. <laughs> yeah, you had shows. <laughs> anyway, say what you want about it, Colin. <laughs> Oh my, your feelings are going to be so hurt. They already are. <laughs> so, this is another moment that Ben didn't know the camera was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> this also happens to uh, be how Ben spends his Saturday nights when Nick and I aren't available to record. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Um, I actually do think your performance in it is kind of funny. Uh, if it was like maybe a minute, minute and a half, I'm with your teacher five minutes in. I'm actually just like, just let it be done. I was verbally saying, Jamie's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this scene, it's never ending. What did Jamie think of it? She was just looking at like everything else in the movie. Like, what am I watching? <laughs> Another actual quote from the DVD cover. <laughs> um, I mean, I was laughing during this, but it was kind of more of like a sad laughter. <laughs> like, I'm so sad he spent this much time wasting his, his education. <laughs> Clearly education's worked out for me so well. I'm podcasting about this film 12 years later. He's podcasting about his own vanity projects. That's a double vanity project you're listening to this week on the Oz Network. And wait till we do the recap of the recap of Kill Bill <laughs> Remember that part of the recap where Colin was laughing about me? <laughs> uh, if there was any hope for this to get a rented, it is gone after all by myself. Come on, just, just, I'm watching it right now. The dramatic stabbing of my arm as I rip the sleeve up. The dramatic fall down to the ground as I throw away the needle. I fall on my back. My glasses apparently have disappeared. And I'm just on the floor screaming in agony. I'm so by myself, Colin. I know, that's, Great acting. You see, that's what made it so sad is it was so believable. You know you've been there. <laughs> you mean have? I'm still there. <laughs> This is this is after the lengthy audition process for the role of Matilda. <laughs> Why can't I get a girl to kiss me? <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, it's probably your best acting scene of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm not acting. <laughs> it is funny in an unintentional way, I guess. Probably the hardest I laughed in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) My stomach is so sore. (laughs) I had dental surgery 48 hours ago. My stitches have come out, I think. (laughs) (laughs) How are you going to explain that to the dentist? How did you do this, Colin? Oh, I just watched a guy singing all by myself. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see how much of a loser he is, dentist? <laughs> Just wait until he fakes shooting up heroin and you'll get the joke. <laughs> the funniest bit is the heroin scene. I've got this depressed guy drinking a bottle of vodka and shooting himself with heroin. It's comedy gold. <laughs> In all honesty, forget about 
uh, my stitches. The last time I sweat this much, I was running a half marathon. <laughs> 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 this is the greatest scene in the history of film. <laughs> I tweeted that out. You saw me tweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> people we know based on the YouTube numbers versus the download numbers we know a lot of people are not watching the movie you need to <laughs> yeah I think we had I think you feel once I had over 300 downloads yet the movie on YouTube had like 17 yeah. views <laughs> that's like Catherine the shed master actually because I, I can look at the um the watch time it gives you statistics on YouTube like how long people watch it for and okay here's an example Noah who is coming back soon yay save us Noah um, he said that he listened to the episode which is you know cool but then he's I, he didn't tell me if he watched the movie or not now he was in Malaysia during the week and I've looked at the analytics of the uh, the watch time and it's got there someone in Malaysia has watched his movie for nine minutes <laughs> that was the first one not the second one yet so I'm going to be interested to see what the watch size has happened Noah literally gave up watching Kill Phil 1 after 9 minutes <laughs> that's about 5 minutes longer than most people but still <laughs> oh, we have reached a point here on the Oz Network we are literally <laughs> covering my so called vanity project <laughs> We have spent a good five minutes just cracking up laughing over something that happens to me every night in real life. <laughs> I can't wait till we cover a movie where there's a person, like, getting so distraught over their baby crying every, like, ten seconds they throw it against a wall. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> what happens after this? <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> Is there anything after this? Isn't that the end of the movie? Nothing that lives up to this. <laughs> That's it. We're done. <laughs> Bin it. <laughs> what does it say here? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's the novel. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading this book here. Um, yep. No. Sorry, I was just reading a book. <laughs> I was just halfway through the episode. Ah, fuck the podcast. I'm going to read my book. <laughs> I was like, bored of Ben. <laughs> we are professionals here. <laughs> Snow dogs, otherwise Asian. Oh, the dogs are talking in this one. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go watch another episode. Hang on. I'm going to go watch Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry, uh, people listening for the dead air. <laughs> I just got a bit distracted. I forgot that if I'm reading something, I have to read it out loud or not read We're it. We're men. We can't do more than one thing at once. All right? I got... I'm sorry. That was so unprofessional. <laughs> um, I got a bit distracted. Um... I was going to guess uh, when... Um, you uh, and I, I'm going blank on the character's name. When you put the guy in the the uh, the pressure, the hyperbaric chamber. Oh, Crest. Crest. Oh, yeah, no, Crest. that's not it either. No. We're we're big Bond fans here, uh, <laughs> no, Robert. We're that, huge. Um. <laughs> that was done. That was done because Bond set that guy up. Bond, but was the one that set uh, um, 
uh, what's his name? Anthony Zerbe's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name now. No, there's Milton another. There's, a, there's only one act of violence, really, that, and it's just because the guy was an irritant. Yeah, you remember? You want me to tell you? Yeah, you're gonna have to because we're we're really failing our um our status <laughs> here right, as a James Bond podcast here, Robert. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you the line. I'll give you the line, and you tell me who it is. Time to start cutting overhead. Uh, no, that wasn't Felix. Mm. No, uh, near the you end of the movie. Something that uh, Truman Truman Lodge. Truman Lodge. There you go. Yes, <laughs> I win. <laughs> The accountant. That was the only act of violence because he was an irritant. Thirty yeah. million. That's another great chance. Another thirty million dollars. You know. What I mean? Well, that, that was a good that's one. Right. I mean, no one liked Truman Lodge, did they? Uh. No, he didn't. He was a little. He was a little irritant. That guy. You know what I mean? So, but but that was the. But, but think about it. Nobody liked him, but he was the one act of violence that Sanchez really commits. That you could say is unjustified. It's a good point. Mm. It's a, I mean, they, they, I mean, it's just, it's interesting sort of looking at it that way. And, um, you know, I mean, we've done, uh, we, we obviously did our film recap on License to Kill and we, you know, we, we're doing film commentaries, Robert. So we'll, we'll do that at one point. But I mean, with that, that's, um, I, I mean, Colin, there you go. We didn't have that take on it at all. So, uh, we've, we've, we've learned <laughs> something today as well. And here's something else to add. I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, there's ever been a film where someone who was already dead was shot. Now Sanchez, and this was again an improv, remember when What's-His-Name takes uh, the uh, cyanide pill? Mm-hmm. Carrie here at the Gawa played him, all right? And what do I do? He dies, and I pull out my gun, I go, hijo puta, and I shoot him mm-hmm. because he didn't give me the satisfaction of killing him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Sanchez, so after that, after that moment, and you guys could research, this would be good. I'd like to know if this is so. But after that moment, other films had people killing guys that were already dead. And you started the trend. I, well, Bond, look, at I've been in trailers on big movie sets where the directors and the producers were watching Bond sequences for their action films to do takes on them. And the thing about Bond and something that Cubby always wanted was that the wardrobe, there were a few times when they made the wardrobe of the, of the moment. And then they said, no, we don't want to do that. We want to make it so you can watch this film in 20 years and not have it feel that dated. You know what I mean? In terms of music and wardrobe, in some instances. That speech by, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Mark is just... Uh, Mike, Mark, what am I saying here? Um, that it's, it's... It is Mark. Why am I thinking Mike? I'll just call him Adam Ben. No, it's, um, it, it is Mike. Why have I written Mark? Who's Mark? <laughs> His long-lost twin brother. I was going to call him Adam. Um, <laughs> um, who's Elizabeth St. Mitchell? Um, <laughs> don't get started, Ben. Um, it's not even Elizabeth St. Mitchell. It's Emerson Clare. I can't even remember names. This is why you remember the episode names and I'm just dumb. <laughs> Who are these people? What would you do without me, Ben? <laughs> Faith Boscarelli. Um, Maurice Yokus, my favourite characters in um, <laughs> Fifth Watch. What a show. Uh, <laughs> Ben's losing it. Uh, <laughs> you are losing your marbles, man. I feel like they may have done it. No. You know, they opened up to each other, then he's watching her sleep. Well, she didn't open up to him in that way. Like, I mean, maybe a bit of hand action. but Hand job. <laughs> You know, a bit of touchy feel, a bit of grind, but uh, you know, no. Uh, I don't think 
Oh, I think probably just a bit of feely bit kissing of and. <laughs> I love how nonchalant. <laughs> and I'm not saying whether or not it was like who did the fingering. <laughs> Oh, for some reason, like, a hand job, yeah, that was fine. But then when you say, oh, a bit of fingering, it just becomes gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, a bit of touching, a bit of kissing. Oh, yeah, and a bit of fingering. <laughs> but, yeah, it's totally happened. Um, Finger back. <laughs> Poor Charlie. Do you remember that South Park episode where they were that boy band and they were singing Finger Bang? I never got that. <laughs> finger Bang Bang, Finger Bang Bang. I never understood that. Well, when that came out, I probably was 10 and I definitely didn't get it. Why did my parents let me watch South Park? Mine didn't. Like, There's a reason why they, they never used to watch The Simpsons, but The Simpsons is so tame. Like, I remember we used to go around private school calling each other dildos, and we didn't know what it meant. Like, in South Park, Kitty, stop being such a dildo! And it's like, you know, oh, it looks like a certain kitty kitty will be coming home with mummy tonight. Like, I never got that line when I was, like, 12. But now it's hilarious. I feel like we would be great social experiments for psychologists because <laughs> you grew up not allowed to watch South Park when you were a kid and I was grew up uh, being totally allowed to watch it when I probably shouldn't have. And I'm so, the one dropping the lines about yeah. fingering and you're the calm one. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. I haven't seen all those movies in such a long time. We're really bringing back these memories for you. This is a blast from the past right now for you, Joel. <laughs> It really is. You know what we need to do? We need to get you on to cover the movie with us. There you Rewatch go. it. We'll do a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think we should watch it probably in Australia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Colin's never been here either, so look, yeah. we'll fly you out. We'll stretch the budget okay. and um, we'll get you oh, here. Oh, fantastic. We'll... <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> bring, Done. bring Tom I mean, Hanks. Bring Kevin Bacon. We'll get an Apollo 13 reunion sure, going as well. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. I do also like this, this bit there where um, like, they walk into the bit and Rick Flagg sort of sees her. And what does Deadshot say? You need to go in there and you need to slap her ass and tell her to knock this shit off. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to go over too well. <laughs> like, and like, again, I love the fact that there's complaints, oh, this bit's sexist. Like, for the love of God, it's just like, I don't even, like... He's a villain! He's a villain! Like, oh, even villains can't be sexist. No. <laughs> no. Oh, he's a rapist? And I love... Make it sure that he's a consensual rapist that's sexist. <laughs> like, it's also, like, an incredibly powerful world-eating witch. <laughs> and you want to pull the... She does not deserve to be objectified like that. She's killed many people. She has basically committed rape and turned half of the men in Midway City into avocado heads. Where's the outrage over her? It doesn't matter, Colin. She's a woman. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. She's like this evil, evil woman. No! Do not slap her on the ass! <laughs> Sexist! <laughs> not take it! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> when you kill her, you're not allowed to hit her. That's sexist. All right? If we had just had that scene in there and she's like, hashtag me too. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Enchantress on Twitter. <laughs> Try to destroy the world, but objectified. Never okay. Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> Two men right. talk about women's issues on the Oz Network. It always goes well. Yeah, and they were basically in a car, and they were having sex, and coitus. they came to this coitus. Huh? <laughs> coitus. I love that word, coitus. Uh, I, I learned that word from the Big Bang Theory from Sheldon, but I just love how Doc uses know, the word coitus. Like, you explain things so much better than I do, to be honest. They were you're fucking, so- all right? Uh, <laughs> is that better? You think I explain things differently? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Yep. Things got real tonight. No. Um. <laughs> you and I one day have children separately with other partners. <laughs> you with um, I don't know, Emily DeRaven. Um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Me with your friend Emily. Uh, it's <laughs> and we raised. I knew you were going there. We have to use Emily's in there somewhere. Uh, we raised daughters, and like we've got a son knocking on our door, son-in-law, like Mr. Groves. I'd like to marry your daughter. You're just going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, um, what are you doing here? Unless it's I don't know, like um. Uh, who would you not want to marry your like you <laughs> let's be honest that's probably realistic <laughs> 60, 60 year old me your 18 year old daughter knocking on my door oh Ben I haven't heard from you in a while what, how you doing what do you want yeah good what do you, uh, I've been, Mr. Grant I've been sleeping with your daughter my 18 year old <laughs> my 16 year old <laughs> Uh, I'd like to marry her. No! (laughs) Not at all! Leave! (laughs) I've lost it! (laughs) Not a chance! God, I, how do I get the feeling that this is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy here? <laughs> this is when you say, oh, God, I really should have set him up with Emily. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is- I don't want to see this flat fall. <laughs> you can't stop laughing. <laughs> um, <sorry. laughs> My stomach is so sore. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going Stay with away that. I don't know where I was going with that. The point is... Leave me and my daughter alone. <laughs> uh, the, po- <laughs> the point is... That... It's so- what is the point, <laughs> I don't know. Jim and son, dad, he's in love, alright? Cool. Uh, <laughs> stay away from my daughter. Uh, <laughs> um... Oh, oh my god! This is my exercise for the day. Uh, so, <laughs> but he's like the most incredible gentleman you'll ever meet in your life, and uh, 
I think his wife was pregnant with twins at the time. So the wow. whole thing, like, <laughs> as actors, you're just like, okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? It's like, it can be extremely awkward, but it was fine. Um, He's so polite that I was like, all right, it's going to be fine. <laughs> well, there's the, the one yeah. scene, I think, kind of um, when you guys first get together, there's like this shot of you guys in the shower, which is kind of like... scene was something else. Which is kind of interesting to see because, I mean, this is obviously like, you know, network TV. It's sort of not cable. I mean, yeah. I, I'm watching that like, wow, for network TV, that's pretty, uh, you know, confronting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah, they had to build, I remember, you know, they built that whole shower and Brooke had this whole vision and we were going to do this. It was a whole thing. The shower took a lot of time. <laughs> and I don't think they went on for very long. It was kind of a short moment. Yeah. But it told a lot of stories. We finally hear about Noah's backstory, which uh, him and his uh, flying partner, Salik. Yeah, and, uh, sure. you start to- Flying partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know what those two are up to on the door. Romantic little getaway. Ben- in the gutter, <laughs> eating peaches together, sitting by the fireside. roly polling on the grass and talking about sand. Yeah. It's cool. It's rough. It gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Here it would be like twigs and leaves. And they get everywhere. And then they have a scene where they have their first argument. And, uh, you know, uh, Noah's talking about how he hates the skull heads. I hate them. I hate all of them. <laughs> we can just easily make this Attack of the Clones. It would be a great movie. You killed younglings. Um... <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh... <laughs> no one's Salik. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Salak? Is he okay? Is he all right? <laughs> His bones are chained to the wall, Noah. No! <laughs> Salak's giving birth. Uh, uh, single. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. They're still good at him. <laughs> I love Natalie Portman, but she's shit in that scene. Oh yeah, we used to you know, bag that so much school. criticism. <laughs> people give so much criticism, like Hayden Christensen. I will make the argument: Natalie Portman's performances in those movies are worse than Hayden Christensen, oh, like far worse. Not like, all it's of them. Just awful. She'd be bored in Revenge of the Sith, but like you know, she's like, a bit bored. <laughs> she's only working with what she's got. <laughs> we used to just. Oh come on! Everybody else makes the most of that movie, and here she is in that, and she's like, uh, "It's only because I'm so in love." <laughs> like, and that's the personality we get out of her. Obi Wan thinks you're really stressed, Anakin. The honest trailer's the best when it's like Natalie Portman is barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did mean to talk about Battle for Endor here. We found something more interesting. <laughs> Coming soon, the age-old debate. What wins, hearts and minds, <laughs> or the Phantom Menace? Guest starring Ian Summerholder as the moderator. Defending hearts and minds is Ian Summerholder. <laughs> Defending the Phantom Defending Menace, the Phantom nobody. Menace. Colin. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Me, I think it's better than hearts and minds. <laughs> Ian Summerholder versus Jaja Binks <laughs> in the ultimate debate. 
who is the most pointless character that everybody wishes didn't exist? Boone or Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Boone. I don't like sand. <laughs> no, actually, hang on. Let's redo that scene. Boone. I like sand. <laughs> no, you don't, I, I, Boone. I, 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 I like sand. <laughs> hold, I think it's soft. Hold me like you did on Naboo. I held you better. I held you better on Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> you were the chosen one. No, I was. Shut up, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Jedi Council is evil. <laughs> no, I have the higher, higher ground. <laughs> Boone in Star Wars. <laughs> you killed younglings. No, I did. I killed them better. They were younger younglings. They were younger younglings. <laughs> I killed toddlers. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. I am too. <laughs> Uh, I hate them. I killed them all. I brought them back to life with a pen. <laughs> I've had a pen. Please help. <laughs> could you tell Luke? Is that anyway. who you can tell? No, but I could tell Boone. <laughs> That's not Boone on Star Wars. Oh my god, can we just do this all the time? <laughs> Look, Boone quotes classic movie moments. <laughs> oh. We could probably get Ian someone just to do that for him. <laughs> He's not doing anything now. So. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> is that a unicorn in the background, or I just imagine it's just a sexy white horse? A sexy white horse? <laughs> a damn looking good horse, if you ask me. That horse is better. Bestiality. Okay, in the Star Wars universe. That, that horse is better looking than some of the women I've been with. Like, that's a fine looking <laughs> animal. <laughs> oh, come on. You've got to look at that horse and think that's a good looking horse. Uh, no, I was actually going to make the comment. I'm like, <laughs> you know, obviously you go from like this, this angelic looking woman to um, Chantel or whatever her name is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chantel. Ride my horse. <laughs> but it's supposed to be like this contrast of like the good witch and the, the wicked witch or whatever. But for the horse, it just goes from being a white horse to a black horse. And I'm like, well, is this supposed to be an evil horse now? <laughs> is black the color of evil horses? Or uh, we find out from Ben, it's just ugly horses, apparently. Well, I mean, I don't know, but it's a good looking horse. That's like a... <laughs> it's the third time Ben has said, that's a good looking horse. But like, like horses, like, you know, when you say unicorns, they're usually like white and kind of shiny and, you know, like it's kind of like, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a fine horse. That's an animal that you'd want to ride. <laughs> like as in ride, like it's a horse. Get your mind no, out of the gutter. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just want it to be known that this conversation started with Ben saying, you got the sexy lady and the sexy white horse. <laughs> You know, speaking out honestly, I like horses. That's like a secret. Not a secret. I mean, it's all shameful Ben moments. Like horses. Secret. Keep it secret, Ben. Okay. I, know, like, I think there are still some laws for that. I know other things pass in Australia, but some things still aren't legal. Yeah, that, that's our next um, our postal vote. Can you marry horses? Um, 
So the Christian Conservative Party thinks it's going to. That's another story. You end up being with Alanis Morissette because why not? And uh, then... oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> she was fantastic. I was going to ask that. Like, I how is it her. working? With, I mean, like, I can imagine that you know, as a, as an actor, you're working with many people over the years. But when it comes to say, like Alanis Morissette, hi, by the way, Roma, you're going to be uh, you know involved, and this I is who's playing the role. Alanis Morissette, like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly right. And all I could do, because I loved her even before, and then all I did when I found out she was going to be my lady love <laughs> was I played all of her tapes really loudly in my car. <laughs> so it was just fantastic. And she was great. Fantastic. Did- and a wonderful actress. Yeah, she was. She really was. Like that was um, kind of. I, yeah. I don't think I'd seen her in anything really kind of acting that way. But I mean, is that a case what? where like? If you're playing her songs in a, in your car and then you kind of you get to set, do you just kind of have him as oh can can you just maybe give us a bit of ironic like can you sing a little bit for us or you know you're just trying to be so professional not real fangirl. <laughs> I I think I did ask her for something, but then I held back. No, yeah, I I knew better. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh... that would have been fantastic. The one thing that starts to really confuse me is like why are they. Stop making this for children. Like, <laughs> like obviously, like the Star Wars audience is probably mostly young boys. Like, mm. and they have a cooking segment. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that in the seventies too. Segment. They have singing. They have a user's manual, like video and tutorials. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur, <laughs> Arthur is for everyone, so I don't even go there. <laughs> but, Hashtag B. Arthur is for everyone. Yes. But, like, I just don't get it. Like, what kid is going to be like, oh, man, Star Wars is on. I got to watch it. And then it's like a cooking segment. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just... It, it's unbelievable that this was ever green lighted. Like any, like some higher up ever approved this. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like I do admit, like there was like I did see a bit of humor in the cooking segment as Art Carney was getting more into it, but like not something like memorable or whatever. And then what even happened after that? <laughs> oh, the, 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 the porn, the VR, Rossi. Yeah. That happened. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and she's just like, we are excited, aren't we? <laughs> like, this is coming from a woman who has an Academy Award, <laughs> and she's doing. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Ross, he's gone. I think we all are. I think we're all done. <laughs> wow. That's a bit uh, racist. Like, I mean, I don't... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we're skin colour. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of other, you know, races you cannot say that uh, <laughs> line to words. <laughs> that, that's, that's against green wow. skin. You, you you know, you just got to... Oh, that's disgusting, yeah. Anakin. <laughs> Uh, he might as well have called them the, the G word. Yeah. <laughs> Griga. 
You did not say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> that wasn't bad. <laughs> a long time ago in a racist galaxy far away. <laughs> Don't say the G word in Star Wars. <laughs> Trials. <laughs> We've now given the G word official name. <laughs> Come on, people. We're saying it in historical context Trials. here, okay? Yes. <laughs> you know. Come on. We can't change all of history, right? Trials. When they say it to each other, they just change the ER to an A. <laughs> Know a moment, but I've uh, been on a hike with you. <laughs> I, I don't wow, this, I love how this is going. Laughing already. Oh, Dick, know a moment. I went on a hike with you. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't do this either, but I, I like the idea of doing it. But I'd get up one flight and I'd I do need it. to be fitter, <laughs> Noah. I need to be fitter um, to do it. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it either, so I can't talk. I'd, right, no, I'd do no. one. Dick, no, a moment. Ha ha ha, Ben, you were on a hike. You couldn't even make it up in one glass, mate. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dick, wow. Dick, no, a moment. There you go. I'm, I'm the Kevin of this episode. You are. Uh, hashtag, do you want me to take a photo for you? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Well, I, I don't get the reference. <laughs> it worked out better for me when I got to the top, because I jumped in. Oh, 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 yeah, now I get it. I'm like, what? Ah, Dick Ben moment. Ha. Ah. <laughs> Um, All right, now we're radio I want to show. see a cop show. Cops. Uh, echo. I want to see him having a radio echo. show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to 99.2 FM. My name is Mr. Echo. <laughs> Tonight, I'll be with you for an hour. <laughs> You play all Nigerian hits. <laughs> Today we have a request from Claire. It is entitled, My Baby. Claire, we hope you'll find your baby. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Here is one from Saeed. Saeed recently lost the woman he loved. This week at least. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to Shannon. <laughs> May you rest in peace. <laughs> oh, hello, listeners. I have a confession. I killed two people on the other side of the island. But I am on a righteous path. Coming up at 8.30, we bring you traffic. Currently at the moment, no boat seen for three minutes. Quite busy out there. Stay well, safe. It is hot on the island. And remember, this show proudly brought to you by Sawyer's. If you wish anything to get, go to Sawyer. He has it available. We have a celebrity gossip. Uh, <laughs> has been seen with Doug. Or is that Steve? I don't know. I wasn't here when he died. And this week, we have Prank Call. Who will I call next on the coconut phone? This week's victim... It is Anna Lucia, who recently murdered someone accidentally. We pretend to be a police officer. Will she fall for it? 
<laughs> hello, this is Anna. Yes, hello. hello. This is Sergeant Echo. I mean, uh, Sergeant no. Johnson. Hello, this is your former partner, Big Mike. <laughs> hello, Anna. Remember me? Ah, <laughs> uh, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> People don't like me. <laughs> oh, she hung up. <laughs> Next, we ring up Saeed and pretend to be Nadia, his long-lost lover, and tell her that she knows about Shannon. <laughs> we have so much. Hello, Saeed. I am your long-lost lover, Nadia. Remember me? <laughs> Now we have Hurley for a joke of the week. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> joke of the week with Hurley. Dude. <laughs> we have some breaking news coming to you from the hatch. Apparently we found some beards and some clothes. What does it mean to talk? Here is Locke, the man who knows everything. John. Hello, John. What do you feel this is about? <laughs> uh, 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 Romeo Laporta. Daniel Musa. <laughs> <laughs> hello, bonjour, yes, hello, Mr. Ego, bonjour. <laughs> yes, I've been roaming. I don't join the camp, but I've been inspecting. I've been on the case. I didn't help with the cases. <laughs> we keep getting yeah, we weird have... transmission coming in. Let's play this one. Yeah, hi, it's Boone. <laughs> I want to be involved. Okay, no, we'll cut him off. He's not no. longer. <laughs> cut that. No, no, no. Uh, now, rumor has it there's been an infection on the island. Uh, for our weekly medical advice, here's Dr. Shepard. <laughs> you don't know what you're Dr. talking Shepard. about. <laughs> it's not an infection. <laughs> Babies get sick. <laughs> and here's our live performance by Charlie. Oh, wait, no, we're not talking to Charlie. His contract has been cut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he is not on a righteous <laughs> In a church update, the first logs have been cut. <laughs> There's been rumors that I'm actually building a Bible, but it's actually a church. It's a church. That is a false rumor. That is what we call rumor. <laughs> that is all for me this week. <laughs> Next week, more on the flourishing romance of Libby and Hurley. Will they get together? And will he remember? And is there a pregnancy on the island? Maybe we'll find out next week. Who could it be? <laughs> and speaking of which, here is Minute Work with Who Could It Be Now? We'll see you next week on Echo. <laughs> <Play yourself. laughs> Who could it be now? <laughs> and remember, everyone. Make your own kind of music. <laughs> oh my Hello. god. I mean, good night. We have way too much time. This is why these episodes go for so long. <laughs> That's the Echo Radio, Island Radio Show. Um, Hello. I would listen. How would all these women exist on this island with no men for so long, and it never occurs to them, hmm, maybe if it's not Joss Whedon's script, we need a man to come down and give us some penis. <laughs> they found better ways because they have all 12 volumes. Give us some penis. Um, <laughs> the, the the upcoming title of Jamie Hilding's biography, <laughs> Give Me Some Penis, a Jamie Hilding story. <laughs> But my point being, <laughs> it 
actually makes sense in the movie because they don't. Why else would they not need men? Why does it not bother them? You know, why does Diana not take an interest? Like, well, I don't actually need you. If I'm going to keep you around, it's going to be because I think you look pretty, not because I need you. I think one of my gay friends took me to a bar called that once. Give me some penis. <laughs> Come down and give me some <laughs> Literally. Uh- <laughs> I'm 150 to 200% sure that you just enjoyed every little snippet you heard across this episode. It's been a lot of fun bringing you these highlights and scouring through all the episodes that we did this year to uh, bring you some entertainment. I should say last year, of course, we are releasing this in 2018, but it is the best of 2017, so you know exactly what we're talking about. And we hope to have plenty more of these highlights and more to come in 2018 because we've got plenty to bring you this year. And uh, obviously, we're very excited that you're on board listening to us right now and hopefully enjoying them as much as you should be because, let's be honest, we're comedic geniuses, to use a famous quote from the Survivor Oz days. It was a double or seven days. I can't even remember one of those days, basically. But uh, as I said, plenty to come this year. All our regular fun stuff, plenty of stuff in terms of movies and everything else in between. And if you do like the show, we hope you do. We really would appreciate if you could lend a bit of helping hand, liking us on social media channels, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube really takes barely a few seconds of your time to hit a like button and we would very much appreciate that support. If you want to leave us a comment, go the extra mile. We would love that. And of course, if you do use iTunes, it really would help us out if you could head there, not only hit subscribe, but also leave us some feedback. We really would appreciate that. Just a few moments of your time to leave some kind or negative words. If you hate us, we will gladly accept those as well. And if you don't use iTunes, same goes for Spotify and Stitcher. That really would mean the world to us. But here's to a big, massive 2018. Let's kick some butt here on the Oz Network, just like we feel we did in 2017. My name is Ben. Thanks for tuning in to the best of 2017 on the Oz Network. Here's the 2018. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.